Matt and Mike in the morning. Welcome back to Matt and Mike in the morning. This is Old Testament lesson 20 to be taught on February the 18th. Here we get the fall of the northern tribe Israel um, and and the semi-success of the southern tribe. They last longer anyway. Um, yeah, the lesson scope covers a lot. Uh, Kings, yeah. 2nd Kings 17 to 19, 2nd Chronicles 21, all the way up to 28. So the, the details in the lesson is really at like, you know, 40,000 feet uh, as it goes across. So you have lots of different names of, of different kings, uh, different prophets, uh, different rulers. But I think some of the main things to take away on this is that uh, Jehu killed Jezebel and her blood, her blood was licked up by the dogs. Mm -hmm. And by the time they uh, uh, came down from the city to go find her and pick up her body, there was... Nothing left. The Reds dogs caught her. Yep. I think that's like the high point of the story. <laughs> Jezebel was eaten by dogs. And all this was in accord with the Lord's promise. Uh-huh. Yep. I just remember that. It's kind of sticking out. Uh, she was the most evil of all evil. Her, she came from the land of Sidon. Her dad was a Sidonian, Sidonian king. And, and up there, they, they worship all the different uh, pagan gods. So the lesson also talks a lot about uh, the, the paganistic worship. Uh, and if you don't understand these terms, um, it doesn't kind of bring the fullness of the lesson. Uh, but also the the manner in which the Canaanites, Jezebel, and the others in that area, and the Philistines, and all the pagans uh, worship their gods is not something you want to share with maybe, a, say, a 10-year-old, all the details of it. Right. Because Baal is the dad god. Um, Asherah, uh, or Ashtoreth, is the female god. Uh, their husband and wife God, and then they come together and the things that gods do to make babies. Uh, and then they have little demigods. demigods. And so the, it was very common for these uh, in pagan worship to have like, uh, you know, like we, you go to grandma's house and she has, uh, you know, maybe the... Uh, the plates of the memorabilia or the china uh, of grandma and grandpa and then other generations. So you'd have generations, if you will, of like pagan gods in your in your house of like the mom, dad, the mom and dad god of Baal and Ashtoreth and then all their little ones underneath for uh, for this purpose and that purpose. But Baal and Ashtoreth were really fertility gods, fertility for the land, rain, mm -hmm. good soil. That was Baal's kind of job. Uh, and then Ashtoreth was fertility for the animals and also for people. And so the the, the manner in which you worship these two different gods was different. Um, but Ashtoreth, worshiping her, was definitely um, red light district. Um, yep. Pornographic. Um, Temple prostitutes. Annabelle's from South in Sioux Falls, your favorite store. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, familiar with such places. You really... Good. I'm. I'm not either. Okay. Uh, so, so in there, it's also similar to the Asherah poles, or like the, um, you know, the the pagans or the Wiccans in Ger northern Germany and England as well. The Celts, as they come around um, uh, a sacred tree, and they dance mm -hmm. around that sacred tree, and they uh, they worship there, but their worship actions are mm, pornographic. Put it that way. At least that's what I learned when I was in college and seminary. Mm -hmm. So a few other things that are mentioned here about worship would be the high places. So um, in the Old Testament times in this land of Canaan, uh, up on hills, 
uh, higher areas is, is where they would go and worship or build temples or altars to, uh, to various gods, or, or even our god as well. The prophets oftentimes did that. Um, and another action of it too was burning incense. Uh, so when the incense was burned, that was an act of worship, and that incense was tied to prayer. Actually, we still see that today, and it's very common, uh, especially amongst the Native Americans. It's called smudging, and so you would burn sage, say, inside of a house or at a powwow, uh, and that sage is supposed to drive away the evil spirits. I would say, actually, that sage is like a you know, landing strip saying, hey, evil spirits, come here, come into my house, come to the powwow, come to, uh, come here. Um, as you open the door for, for the evil one through that religious cultic practice of, of burning incense. Mm -hmm. So, um, to wrap it up here, um, Baal worship, really bad. Astral worship, probably even worse. Um, desecrating God's body and his promise of everything that he's called holy. Uh, the high places were desecrated um, in this regard. Uh, they were like, in essence, billboards of uh, calling people to come to this place and worship and drawing attention to Baal, drawing attention to Asherah, like, like the billboards for Annabelle's or other stores like that are, I suppose. Hmm. Uh, and then tied together with, with burning incense. Um, there's also probably the an understanding that burning incense in the ancient world to these uh, to these gods probably had some narcotic drug or hmm. um, effect on the mind as, as well. Uh, there's good research on that. So we as Christians stay away from all that. It's not good. Uh, we keep our mind focused on God and his word and on the mind of Christ. So that's uh, the lesson in a nutshell. Yeah. The Holy Spirit, not the other spirits. Yeah. Um, on the, the first page of it, it gives a, it, it, it talks about um, the difference between the books of Kings and Chronicles a little bit. Um, it seems that the book of, of Chronicles was written later by the people of Judah who mourned the fact that so many of, of the former kings went astray. And so it's written from a perspective where it clearly shows the wrong, uh, the, the, the evil nature of worshiping false gods and the desire to uh, to come and rebuild the temple. It's very focused on that. Um, part of the history that they don't go into very um, directly just here, I wonder if they'll get it soon, but when, when the northern kingdom got exiled, a lot of them got killed, and then they got scattered around the world. And then the way that Assyria did things is they brought in foreigners, other captives from other places to come and live in that land. That way, um, if you remove the native people from the land, then they don't have that national identity. They're not going to rise up as the Israelites because, well, they're not in Israel anymore. And it's foreigners who live there. And these people um, become known as the Samaritans, which becomes a dirty word in the New Testament because they're, they're half-bloods and they forsook God's covenant. That's what I got. We'll see you next time on Matt and Mike in the Morning. morning.